1: What is going on, everybody? My name is Conor Lawler. Welcome to the week of Hero or Zero. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again, talking one comic book character, as we do every single week. We talk their good points, their bad points, and we just generally... None of that matters this week. It's Sean's birthday today. Yes! Uh, It's Sean's birthday! Everyone
2: forgot again.
1: (laughs) Again! (laughs) It is Sean's birthday, and I have done... I've I've organized something, Sean, that I think you're gonna like for just for this specific episode. Now I wanted to play it through my phone, but I didn't think you'd hear it, and I don't know if the mic is even gonna pick this up, but I'm gonna give this a play. It's a YouTube video. Let's see let's see how it goes, just for the day that's in it, okay? So bear with me. Here we we go.
2: Listeners, help. (laughs) Yes. I'm dancing This is a bomb (laughs) What the fuck
1: (laughs) Wait for it Yeah yeah. Also, that's a YouTube video by uh, H- Epic Happy Birthdays. Um, oh, nice. If you watch the video, every time Sean comes up, a dancing goat moves back and forth, and there's flames everywhere. It's just really good.
2: That's amazing.
1: I really hope the mic picked that up. You know what I mean? I sent it a special request. Did you actually? No, James. No. Oh, dude. I don't. I don't care about you that much.
2: Oh well. <laughs> Fucking hell, I feel I feel sad now. <laughs>
1: I actually We talked about this off air But I did Buy you a present That's coming from America Now from America to Ireland It's a long trip And so days. I was thinking Jeez, it might not arrive on the day And it was yesterday I checked my email And it said it won't be arriving Until the 9th of July So ah, I <laughs> I think 9th of July I think Would be a, would have been a better birthday Maybe you're just being selfish Look, I, I didn't, I
2: didn't choose this birthday life. You True. know, it, it you, chose me.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, you could have just held on for another two weeks. Would have all been happy. I had fucking, I had shit to do. <laughs> <laughs> I had things to get on with. Um, I had appointments that needed to be made. Well, I hope everyone sends you uh, some birthday love on the Twitter or Instagram or however you want to make contact. But, Sean, today's not about you, right? It's about a DC character from comic books for some reason. Oh,
2: excellent. Yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And so, I think I found a character that I think perfectly suits the day that's in it. Um, It's not, I've just randomly picked a character. Because this week I'm doing Aqualad. Aqualad. From your favourite TV show, Young Justice. Uh, The TV show I've... Let me check.
2: Yeah, Mm. Never seen.
1: Never seen. And you host this show, which I would say, two massive nerds. You're massively into superheroes. And Young Justice is probably (laughs) the best superhero show for the last few years. Could I just say, Connor,
2: I'm into good superheroes.
1: (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. You're into Titans. Oh,
2: well let's not go that far <laughs> <now>. <laughs> That's very I'm not, loose I'm not into perfect heroes <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I need blue filters So Aqualad Aqualad is an interesting character Because there has been two Aqualads One is called Gart And he was the first one um, He was appears actually in the Original Teen Titans animated show um, He has like a blue Outfit And um, right. Now, he's the first one, but the one we're going to be concentrated on is not Garrett because he's not as fun as Calder. Um, oh, now, Calder, Calder
2: sounds like a good time.
1: Yes, um, and Calder is... He, he also goes by uh, Jackson. His second name is Jackson. Calder uh, and, Jackson. <laughs> Calder Jackson. Um, no, but he... Uh, he I don't know, Calder is like his Aqua. I was going to say it's Aquaman name, but you know what I mean. His, his underwater Atlantean name. That's the one I'm thinking of, yes. Atlantean Aquaman name. So, <laughs> um, Aqualad got mostly a lot of fame because of Young Justice from 2010. Um, he appeared in the comic books about two months before the first episode of Young Justice came out, and that was his first. This version of Aqualad. That's his first big showing. And then when New 52 came in, uh, there was a whole new rewrite, but they they rebirthed the character in just a different way. He had two different origins that were kind of mixed up, but I'm going to do the second origin after the New 52, because, of course, he was only around for a year before they redid it all. Um, Fair enough. Now, this version of Ackerman was created by Greg Weisman, Brandon Vietti, and Phil Barassa for the Cartoon Network's Young Justice animated series. So he was created specifically for the show itself. Um, The character's Atlantean name is Calder and he has a certain connection to a villain of Aquaman's that I think you might find interesting, Sean. This is weird because everybody who has seen Young Justice knows the connection. Because it's like a major plot point of one of the seasons. But, oh, but you've I'm, never seen it.
2: <laughs> I'm unspoiled.
1: Yeah. Uh, Jeff Johns was also involved in the series as DC's chief creative officer. So he saw the value in this take of the Aqualad. And as a result, he and Ivan Rees created the comic adaption. So they seen the TV show adaption. They were like, that definitely works better in the comic book series as well. And so they brought him in that way. Um, okay. okay. So... Jackson's mother hailed from the Bermuda Triangle in the Atlantean kingdom oh, of Zebel. I love called her And called herself Lucia Hyde. You just love the Bermuda Triangle. I'm fascinated. <laughs> she called herself Lucia Hyde while on the surface. His father was the treasure hunter and supervillain known as Black Manta. What? Yes.
2: Fucking, like, as Aquaman villains go. yeah. Black Manta's like the dude.
1: He's the Joker, yes. That's insane. How Manta does his dad feel
2: his about father? his
1: choice? No, I, mean, uh, I mean, just, yeah, get a real job, he says. <laughs> um, so, of course, his father is Black Manta, which, it's drama. You know what I mean? It's very dramatic. So, although his mother, his mother didn't notice when she conceived Jackson, Manta had only been with Lucia. Because she knew the location of a map, which would show him where to find the Black Pearl. Which I mean is everyone's favorite. Caribbean. I was damn it. I was going to say everyone's favorite Pirates of the Caribbean, Philip. But yes, he was with the woman just because she knew where the Black Pearl was. She fell in love with him, but he was just kind of. He was on the sly, trying to like. Where is it? No, on the. You know, like where do you want to go for di- dinner? But also, where's the Black Pearl? Just. Uh, just if you could, if you could point me in
2: the direction. <laughs> of, of okay. Say, oh, I don't know. East,
1: west, pearl? north, south. That's all I'll, I'll, I'll allow that. And um, also, what would you like for brekkie? I'm just asking because we're Cause having I, brekkie a bit.
2: <laughs> I myself, I'm in the mood for oh Black Pearl.
1: <laughs> oh, isn't that weird? It just keeps coming up in conversation naturally. Maybe we Let's just go back discuss. to it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, when the pregnant Lucia learnt of his true intentions, she fled to the surface world with the map itself. Um, and on the surface, uh, Lucia gave birth to Jackson, who quickly showed signs that he had inherited his mother's Atlantean physiology. So, like she. Um, she also has water powers, um, and she's just kind of moving away from Black Manta. Is that very similar to Aquaman's original... Uh, he gets left on the land as well, with just normal people.
2: Yeah, like, it's it's Superman, but instead of space, it's the ocean.
1: And originally, that was uh, Calder's original story. He gets left with just... Uh, I think it's Mira's even evolved She like Picks him up And she just drops him off With this random couple And is like Don't let him go near water (laughs) Like Very similar Because they're like Black Manta's looking for him Don't let him go near this Because he's gonna He's gonna kill him Uh, And Black Manta was always his father
2: That's amazing That that, that stay consistent I also love that She was like Don't let him go near water I like the idea that His like adoptive parents Decided Oh she thinks Some babies can swim (laughs)
1: <laughs> Silly mera <laughs> Oh, how ridiculous you sound. Um and there's like two children just fucking Phelps going up and down, Michael <laughs> Phelps. There's the other there shells Michael Phelps. That's the, it that's what the joke is. it's, it's okay. Michael
2: Phelps versus Calder.
1: Yes, Uh, so to keep Jackson safe and secret from his father, Lucia moved to New Mexico, which of course is one of the driest places in all of America, and it is very far away from the ocean. Um, Growing up, Jackson wasn't told anything about his father or his powers, even though he yearned to learn about his heritage. Uh, Lucia would try to keep him away from water as much as possible, as she didn't want him to use his hydrokinesis at all, believing it would lead Manta to the... Um, this motherfucker's got hydrokinesis? He does, yes. Good. Jesus. Okay. He, ha- he has a lot of... C- you would love Young Justice. <laughs> Just give it I a chance. give it a watch. <laughs> <laughs> Lucia gave Jackson the map, which she enclosed in a necklace. It was a shell-shaped necklace. And she kind of gave it to him. She did this because she kind of believed that he should possess some of his heritage. Um, even Even if it was something she didn't really want to tell him about, she was like... It's in a roundabout way of, like, at least if I give him a part of where he's from, maybe he'll stop talking and stop asking questions.
2: Surely that would just lead to more questions, though.
1: Would. It would, absolutely, yes. Uh, It was a poor tactic. So, eventually, Jackson also came out as gay, um, and Lucia tried to suppress this part of him, as she believed that Jackson would stand out because of it. Jackson would later bleach his brown hair blonde and have a boyfriend named Kenny, mainly to rebel against his controlling mother okay
2: that is so so she's she's just decided oh this is interesting that's amazing in comics because what they've established there is that she thinks she has ownership of this entire kid's life yes but oh my god
1: and it's it's just a cool and of course like it is he's one of the more famous characters who has come (laughs) out as gay and it's just it's never said like oh he's bisexual he's just gay (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah. they, they they normally try and get away with that. They're just like, well, like they have girlfriends and boyfriends. You know what I mean? Just it depends. No, he's just gay, and and she looks down on him like for that. But in Young Justice, they actually don't shy away from that at all. Like, I'm pretty positive he's he's just gay in the late season. That's just, and it, it, other than that, it's just never explained. It's, it's, and never, it's not
2: like a shocking, no, it's just kind it's, of it's thing. It's just
1: like this is my boyfriend. All right, cool. And I think. All right,
2: let's save the world.
1: <laughs> all right, can you control water? Get in here. <laughs> Fair enough. Okay, um, that's
2: the lad we need.
1: <laughs> so he, of course, rebels against all that. And Bleaches his brow, her blood, because she's so terrified the black manta will find him for anything that she's willing to just basically make him like tr- just trap him in a room. Like there cannot be anything about you that is in any way different than anybody else so you just have to sit in this room and have no interests no likes no traits and nothing but he of course rebels against that because this might surprise you teenagers slightly rebellious like look
2: if you didn't have magic water powers Mm. being a teenager being a teenager is tough but when you throw magic water powers into the mix different story and you don't know where
1: they came from and nobody will explain why you have them. You just have them. That'll make you feel like even more of a freak.
2: But you can't just use like, them. Oh no! You can't no, no. use them.
1: You're just not allowed to have them, and you're just kind of just looked upon as bad. She, his mother, also has those water powers, but she never uses them.
2: Oh, okay.
1: Yeah, because of she course just she's has atla- given
2: up on Atlantis.
1: Yeah, she's she's Atlantean as well, so she has those water powers, but she's like, I don't do them. And, and But also, he doesn't know that she's from Atlantis. Like, he doesn't know anything. So she just pretends that she's just a normal woman.
2: Right, okay. Mm.
1: And so during one of their meetings, Jackson confessed to Kenny. So him and Kenny are sitting on um, a car bonnet, they're like on a date, and they're looking at a comic book of the Teen Titans, and... Uh, Jackson's kind of saying, Oh, wouldn't it be amazing that you could like just be yourself? Like you could just you could just do anything you want, like nobody judges them. Cause I think Kenny was saying, like, Oh, my dad's getting suspicious of us. Like, I think he thinks I'm gay, like he's and Jackson's like, Who the fuck cares? And Kenny's like, You don't know my dad. They're kind of having that conversation. Yeah. And so uh Jackson see Kenny's like, Oh, wouldn't it be amazing if we could just like live our lives? And at this point, Jackson's like, Oh I have powers Like he confesses that he has powers And he's holding a water bottle Like he has a He's just drinking out of a water bottle And then he shows Kenny He just like Starts controlling the water Out of the bottle And like moving it around And immediately Kenny broke up with Jackson Oh no Yes For why? Just because he was different Because he's a freak Get away from me
0: weirdo He said (laughs) That's
2: fucked
1: Big freak boy He said And pointed at him but this is a world where
2: superpowers are real things. Yes. I didn't have a follow-up question. No, no, sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry.
1: Yeah, but no, it is. Yeah. So you would think it was more normal, but I think Kenny at that point was just like he's so on edge that he was. I think he was already thinking of ended it. I think it was just a way for him to be like, oh yeah, like you're also a freak. Get away from me. Oh, like I you've given me the yet.
2: perfect excuse.
1: Yeah. Um. So feeling trapped in his own life, Jackson felt like he had to do something. So Jackson saw a viral video of a group of teenage superheroes known as the Teen Titans providing a tour of their luxurious headquarters, the Titans Tower. I think it's the third Titans Tower, the other two burned down. <laughs> but, oh, God. Um, this is... Uh, so knowing that with his powers he could be a Teen Titan, of course, and live a life of luxury, because like, he's like looking at this massive mansion, he's like, I could live there. Eventually he decided. Eventually he decided he would travel to San Francisco, where the tower was located, and try to gain entry to the team. When he reached San Francisco, he jumped into the ocean and swam to Titan's Island. Um, I was going to say, of course, Titan's Island is an island, but obviously, <laughs> I was like, "Oh yeah." Actually, that makes sense. I think
2: you'll find it's a peninsula. Can't <laughs> <it? laughs>
1: shut up. Um, so when he got there, he was given permission to enter by Robin's pet bat dragon. I'm not going to get into it. The pet bat dragon is called Goliath. It's in the comic oh, book. Is, t- is he a big bat dragon? Yeah, he's a big bat dragon. He's big ah, and red.
2: Goliath makes sense now.
1: Makes sense. Um, Although, if he was small, that's kind of like an in-tug-in-cheek kind of name as well.
2: That's true. It's like Mm. calling the big guy tiny.
1: Yeah. Um, Jackson walked right into the command centre, where he met Robin, Starfire, Raven, Beast Boy, and Kid Flash, the members of the Teen Titans. Robin questioned Jackson about who he was and how he got in the tower. All I will say is that this Robin is Damian Wayne. What? Yeah, this Robin is Damien Wayne. Oh, oh no, sorry, this
2: is super recent then.
1: Yeah, no, this is so he Young Justice only started in twenty ten. And so New Fifty okay. Two came in.
2: Somehow I still had like early two thousands pictured.
1: No, no, no. This is this this might be twenty twelve, maybe, twenty thirteen. Okay. I like also I
2: love Damien Wayne Robin.
1: Yeah, he's the biggest dickhead and he sees this guy coming in and he just hates everyone. And yeah. so Jackson comes in and he's like, I can help. Like, I've got war powers. He's like, we don't need you. We've got too many members. Go away. So um, so after Jackson told Robin that he wanted to join the Titans, he was immediately dismissed as Robin believed the team didn't need another member. Um, he doesn't like so change. He doesn't like change. And the thing about that is Damien is obviously the biggest softie ever if you actually break him down. Um, and my favourite relationship is probably... Uh, Damien with Dick because Dick Grayson because Dick Grayson just takes the piss out of him whereas everybody else kind of puts up with his fucking nonsense
2: yeah but like Dick Dick is beyond listening to him
1: yeah he doesn't care I've I've been
2: through enough I don't give a fuck Uh, (laughs) but like you say he'll call him on his shit
1: um, and so, of course, Damon's like, go away, we don't need you. Starfire, Rave, and Beast Boy, and Kid Flash are kind of like, you know, he seems pretty cool. Like, he can control water. We kind of need someone like that. He's like, no, we don't need him. Fuck off. Go um, on Now, this might surprise you, Shaw, but in this issue, there is a villain who pops up and the team oh, gets a... The alarm starts to ring. And the team are like, go away, Aqualad, or whatever your name is, who can control water. We have a problem in the city. And so... The I was going to say the animal the the villain in question King Shark can we all see where this is going
2: (laughs) but that's a water based villain (laughs) sure if
1: only they had somebody who could use water they might have an advantage of some kind Hang um, on a minute. <laughs> the red string out on the board. Wait, oh no, it will beat him. Um, so, King Shark had taken over a prison with his henchmen and captured a reporter. When Jackson offered his help in rescuing the reporter and, defeated, and defeating King Shark, Robin told them, go fuck yourself, go home, we don't need you. Jackson ignored this request and still Good. headed to the prison without Robin knowing. When he got to the prison, he witnessed Robin at the mercy of King Shark. Nobody's About seen this to be coming.
0: eaten.
1: About to be eaten. Using his aqua kinetics, he dragged King Shark to the depths of the seas, where he defeated the villain. King Shark then escaped, and the team secured the prison with the assistance of Jackson. After an mission, Jackson was allowed into the team by Robin. Maybe not in the most positive light. He was like, oh, alright, fine, fuck's sake. And um uh, I guess and he gifted uh, Robin also gifted him a diving suit to use as a placeholder costume. Um it was one of all Robin's old suits and so he kinda gave it to him and was like, Yeah, it's it's a water suit, so it actually and it's probably like got special tech in it that makes it easier to swim and all I that get stuff. You, yeah. Um, and he's just like, That's yeah, cool. th- it was it was made for me. I think the way he does it is like, oh, but it's a bit small, so pff, you can have it if you want. Yeah, because I'm super strong now. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm buff. I'm 10 and I'm fucking buff. I would win um, in a fight,
2: is all I'm saying.
1: <laughs> and uh, he also gave him, I think it has like a water, what's the word I'm looking for? It has a, a thing that can produce water on his back, like a little backpack um right. and how why he needs that is he can make swords out of the water like he can form it into two water swords oh that's cool yeah i like that i'll, I'll have that please And so, powers and abilities, Sean. Uh, Aqualad has a number of superhuman abilities, which is derived from his Atlantean heritage. He is more suited for life beneath the sea than humans and has no problem breeding underwater. Atlanteans live at varying pressure levels, causing their bodies to be more physically heartier than the average human being, granting them superhuman durability, superhuman stamina, superhuman strength, superhuman agility, and superhuman speed
2: the classics
1: (laughs) the classics Um, I will also say I ended that story because that's like his intro but uh, I think the reporter that they save takes a photo of the team after they save them and they're just like oh look at the Teen Titans and of course Aquilad is in the picture and you know who sees that picture no Uh, the man sitting in his throne going that's my fucking son That's my son, and so Black Manta's made aware of his son, there's a whole story of, like, Black Manta, like, takes him in and tries to, uh, like, cut, I don't know, because, of course, he still has the map around his neck. So Black Manta's like, oh son, like me and you, we can we can rule the seas together and all this. And yeah, uh, Jack- Jackson's kinda like, that's a bit okay. And my father's finally here and he's showing me love. This is great. Of course it all comes out in the end that he's just using him to get the map just like he was to his mother.
2: Classic Black Manta move.
1: He's not a nice man. Um he also has aquatic adaptation. So Aqualad has the ability to breed underwater with gills that slit on the sides of his neck to extract oxygen from the water. Contact with water appears oh. to bring the gills out, along with giving him webbed hands and feet.
2: Is that, a, like, is that an Aquaman power as well, or is that exclusive to Aqualad?
1: I think it might be exclusive. I don't, I don't remember Aquaman developing gills.
2: I've, yeah, I've never heard of that, but that's really cool, because all I can think of is you know Darwin in X-Men First Class
1: yeah that's a, that's what I was thinking of as well <laughs> yeah I think he like he just pops his head into the war and the gills immediately appear
2: that's really cool
1: mm. Um, a t- he also has enhanced vision Which a thin invisible membrane Cover Aqualad's eyes That allows Jackson to see perfectly The pitch blackness of the ocean His eyes also allow him to pick up energy patterns Similar to wearing infrared goggles He displayed this ability when he tracked Superboy By following his solar energy pattern
2: That's very cool
1: Yes Um, Of course I said he has superhuman durability, superhuman strength, superhuman agility, superhuman speed. He also has electrokinesis. Aqualad has the ability to generate electricity. His electrical control is not as refined as his control over water, meaning he does not create constructs of electricity. His control shocks are transmitted either by touch or through his water constructs. He can conduct all forms of electricity through their bodies, created or not, making them totally invulnerable to electricity, no matter the voltage.
2: That's really cool, because you would think with like, a water-based hero, first port of call is like, oh, we just electrocute him and he's down, he's down for that's the count. That's what I do in Pokemon. That's that's the standard typing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do with dragon? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, oh, hang on. Um, what do you do with dragon? Ice. Is it ice?
2: Ice and also dragon. Dragon is oh, weak yeah. to itself.
1: Dragon's so up his own hole that dragon is the only one that's super effective. Don't get me started is
2: Charizard not a dragon?
1: No, he's not. He's not.
2: It's disappointing.
1: <laughs> and there's a Pokemon in Pokemon Emerald called Tropius, who's just a big tree, but he can learn fly. I don't know what's going on, man. Well, look, you have to fly to get to him? I suppose. Um, He also has hydrokinesis, which I've mentioned. Aquila has the ability to shape, manipulate, and control water in his immediate vicinity, similar to his mother, Lucia and Mera and other citizens of Zebel. He's able to extract water from a person's body, create shields of water, create watertight seals, create hard constructs and manipulate water in concussive blasts or waves. And he can also alter the physical state of the water by freezing water dice and creating rainbows.
2: Oh my God. So, what, what sticks out to me there is he can control water in people's bodies. Yes. So, like, you're 70% water
1: yeah no he has control over everyone then
2: could he just freeze all of the water in your body
1: he could technically kill everyone it's like the episode of misfits when that guy can control milk I was
2: just thinking of (laughs) that
1: yeah yeah like that's a really fucked up episode where he's like oh you've had cereal this morning and he just starts killing people
2: yeah it's like everyone slightly had milk and then one dude is lactose intolerant
1: yeah um, in terms of weapons and equipment, Aqualad wields two hilt-like devices called water bears. These water bears were actually made for him by Robin or David Wedd, and they focus his hydrokinetic power, allowing him to quickly and easily form weapons with them. He typically keeps them on holsters upon his back, so he pulls them out and he can make swords made of water on them.
2: That's cool as hell.
1: Yeah, it's just, it's a way to like focus his energy because when he of course when he first starts he's never been trained so he just he has these powers but he doesn't know how to control them and so Damien's idea was like if you can focus on two things that would be a lot easier for you because at the minute you're just like trying to create them out of nothing and you can't do that
2: yeah whereas if it's okay I'm holding this thing and it's coming from here yeah yeah that's I love how like semi-grounded this his powers are like they all yeah kind of have a basis in like oh this makes sense
1: now his personality is actually very interesting because in young justice which is one of my favorite shows calder is a very calm person like he is a, tra- a trait that is unshared by the rest of his team i will say and <laughs> um, he's very soft-spoken very clear-headed and he has a tendency to think things through and formulate plans before taking any sort of action uh, he tries to see the good in all people, and often acts as the voice of reason amongst his teammates, who are very rarely, if ever, like, they're always just like, let's attack, straight away. And he's like, wait, hi God, let's just Maybe this. Maybe we should have a think. <clears throat> and Calder always speaks in a formal manner, with an air of respect to all people, both young and old. And he demonstrates the utmost respect to all adult heroes of the Justice League, even when he disagrees with them. Um, so... The most interesting thing about Young Justice is... For you, I suppose... Because you you've not you have never seen it... So I'm sure there's somebody listening to this... Who also has never seen Young Justice... Um, and the interesting thing is... Dick Grayson is the Robin in that uh, show at the start... There's We're kind of getting mixed up with Robins here... But in the show right. it's Dick Grayson... And in the comic books at the time it was debuted with... But just for the show itself... Calder was there... And it was Calder, Superboy... Kid Flash, Robin... And... You also had Miss Martian or whatever, and Artemis. But of course, you look at that team, and the first thing you think of is Robin. It should be the leader, just as he's the, he's the leader of the Teen Titans uh, originally. So he should be the leader of that team. Um, and what happens is when they're on a mission, Robin, they all land down. They're on like um, in one of the first few episodes, they're on an undercover mission, breaking into a bunker, and it's Robin, uh, it's Robin, Kid Flash, and Aqualad. and they land. Um, and Robin just moves away, and the two of them are like, "Where the fuck is he gone?" And he kind of takes out all the guards. He's like, "I thought you were behind me," because me and Batman don't have to say anything to each other. Like we just kind of we know every move. So I, he just makes a look, and the two of us just know, okay, it's move seventy five, okay, and then we nobody has to say anything. Whereas in this team, that doesn't work, and also this Robin is only like thirteen. So in Young Justice, Aquilad is voted as the best leader, and. He is the leader of the Young Justice team. Just in terms oh. of... He is the most well-read up. He's the smartest. He's he's just the most... He's the most commanding in in those situations. Whereas everyone else, as I said, because this is a young Robin, say, who would probably be a natural successor. I think it's even stated, they're like, you're a natural successor, but you're too young now to take it over. And in later season, Nightwing is the leader. But... At the time Aquilad is seen as you're the most well-rounded of us and you're probably the best person we need at this front. So when they're going into battle he's like okay let's stop and think about this rather than let's all charge head first.
2: That's really cool uh, like not only is he you know arguably the best leader like other people acknowledge that.
1: Mm. And he also but- he was very unwilling to take the job I remember. Like he was calling it a burden. And he eventually accepted it. He was like, I don't want to be the leader. Like, you're all so good. And he's like, I'll take it. So he takes it as a heavy burden. But in the show itself, Calder's uh, arc is probably one of the strongest. Because throughout all the seasons, he grows from that guy who didn't want to be the leader in the first place. He's actually the chair leader for the Justice League by the start of season three. Wow. Yeah, and he has taken over the mantle of Aquaman.
2: That is, that's such a progression from a character that we've literally seen everything about him as he's grown up, pretty much.
1: Yeah, like, he just was created for the show, but as a character himself, he is he has grown into that role. Like, every single time you've seen him, or even, you could even see it in the episodes themselves. Like, that's why Young Justice is so good, that you see the development of these characters, but at the start, he's kind of, like, still a bit wary and by the end of it, he's still in completely respectful to everyone, but he's like, I'm the leader, I need you to do this, and I think it's for the best.
2: That's, I really like Aqualad.
1: <laughs> Aqualad is great, and I think you would love him if you watched Young Justice.
2: I have. I, see, <laughs> I'm now more likely to watch it.
1: Yeah. Now I haven't given way of many spoilers there because that season three that's at the outside, but like just there's lots of stuff in between, just in regards to just plot points and everything. The best thing I can say about you just is episode one actually counts for episode twenty, so you have to watch the whole thing. Like especially season two,
2: you can't just drop in and out.
1: No, it's not like a a Cartoon Network Saturday morning thing. That's I think that's why they cancelled it because. People were like Kids can't really jump in At episode 14 Because everyone's talking About something that happened At episode 6
2: And that—that that is a fair complaint To make as well But also as like You know Adults who watch cartoons mm. it's, it's nice to be like Oh no the story matters
1: Yeah No His name is Jackson Hyde By the way I—I I Of course I, I kept calling him Jackson Because his mother's name Was Lucia Hyde But Jackson Hyde Is his his odd land name um, And Calder Is his Atlantean name And he's he is probably the best, one of the best new characters they've created in the past ten to fifteen years.
2: Yeah, that was that like a serious. Normally, you only get those backstories after like thirty or forty years of comics, and when yeah, a bunch of different writers have kind of amalgamated all their ideas. But he seemed right out of the gate to have quite an interesting and relatable backstory.
1: Because the minute they make him act, uh, Black Manta's son, that changes everything.
2: Yeah, that is like instant stakes. There,
1: mm. that was. I
2: I knew nothing about that character. I know I really like him.
1: I, I, and he also has uh, the tattoos. Say he has like tattoos on his over his shoulder blades, going down his arms. And so whenever he uses his water powers, they light up blue, which is just Ooh. really visually pleasing <laughs> as a,
2: as a concept. He sounds like fun to like draw and animate. Then yes, as well.
1: Um, he's also played by uh, The same guy Who voiced Cyborg In the Teen Titans cartoon In New Justice Really? Ka- Carrie Payton I think his name is Something like that It's
2: a good fact It's a good pub
1: yeah, quiz There fact. you go That's just my random Piece of trivia But yeah That's my uh, report On Calder Or Jackson Hyde Or Aqualad Who is Possibly It's a character That I just really like And a lot of people Don't even know They know Aquaman and- But even Aquaman Was kind of laughed at For the last few years Until Jason Momoa Took over and so Aqualad is is also a very interesting concept that I think would be a very cool plot point for Aquaman too.
2: That is yeah, that is interesting. And then you have like Black Manta's son. I get like Black Manta already exists in that universe, so it there's pre- precedent for that, I guess.
1: Mm. I think that would be a really cool way to bring that character.
2: I think so too. I think this character needs more attention because I knew nothing about him. So Maybe more people should know about him.
1: And I know it's your birthday, and I shouldn't be bossing you around, Sean, but Young Justice. I'm, I should have bought you the Young Justice DVD. <laughs> Damn it.
2: Well, it would be in an American region,
1: though. I not <laughs> play it over here. <laughs> it's true. Um, all right, Sean, I think that's it. Do you want to take us out?
2: Yes, thank you everyone for listening to this episode of Hero or Zero. We'll be back on Monday with Movie Mondays, Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, and next Friday with another episode of Hero or Zero. Big thank you to everyone who supports us over on Patreon. It's patreon.com slash podcast. Uh, everyone who supports us over there already, thank you so, so much. Uh, really big help. You're all amazing people. Uh, if you'd like to support the show, get access to uh, a bonus episode once a month, uh, check the link in the description uh, for that. Um, also in the description, all of our social medias are there, or you can email us here's our underscore outlook.com. Uh what else? Oh, and tell one human being that we exist, please. Just the one. Just the one, but I think that's about it, Connor.
1: Alright, so I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean May And happy birthday, Sean! Okay, bye. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> bye.